This is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody, get in here. It is the best night of the show, and I have a fantastic show prepared for you. It's Conspiracy Theories and Chill Night on the Sean Yankee Show, but welcome back. And no matter where you're at or when it is, you are right on time because you cannot be late to this show. No matter when it is and that you're watching, you are right on time, but it's a live chat show. So say hello no matter when. Let us know you were here. Take part in the discussion because we want to hear from you. I love hearing from people later on after the live. Most of our views come from then. But tonight is Wednesday. And on Wednesday nights here at the show, we do conspiracy theories and chill. It's the oldest segment that we do. And it's every Wednesday night. I love it. It's a lot of people's favorite night. But I'm really glad it is this night tonight. And it's a fun night because I needed that. Because I had a bad day. But it ended up being a good one. I ended up with a different perspective on the entire situation by the end of the day. So like and share this. Get this out far and wide. I made you a great presentation for Conspiracy Theories and Chill tonight. You are going to want to share this and get this everywhere. It's very interesting. This was a new one for me. Babel's picked it. I had never heard about this, and it was very interesting going down this rabbit hole. So I'm real excited to start that discussion as soon as possible. But yeah, my day started really bad. You know, I uh, need to make a change in my life. I need to. I have to. And I was talking myself out of it, even though I was in the process of doing it. Finally doing it. I was in the process of it, and I'm talking myself out of it. I'm making excuses and trying to bargain because I don't want to change. It's frightening to me. I got all this going on. I got enough balls in the air. I'm like, I don't want to change my job right now. But it's what needed to happen, and I knew that already. Someone helped me make the decision. You know what I mean? And that's how I'm looking at it now. This is a possibility for big things, better things. 
And that place was draining my fucking soul. So it's good. It's good that that was made for me, that decision, and that there is no going back to that thought of staying in that bad situation. It was fucking toxic and I needed out. So I decided that after being very upset and I went to Babos and I was like, what do I do? I'm not going to waste my damn day. Let's have an awesome show tonight. So I was like, I'm going to make an awesome presentation. What should we cover? And she looked up something that, as I said, I've never heard of. So good finish to the day. I got a great show for you. And it is a huge week here at the show. We got more coming up. It's not just a great night. We got a great night tomorrow. And then Friday night too. Tomorrow's rants. Always great. Fun night. We vent. Get our frustrations out and complain and bitch and moan about everything going on here in Bizarro World. And then Friday night is episode two of the ongoing series, Prepping with Babels. Babels is going to be back. We're going to be going more into prepping and preparing for what's coming. And she's going to be covering canning and preserving food. So food storage, basically, and uh, preparing yourself for making sure you have food to feed your family. This will be covering Friday night on our second episode in that series, Prepping with Babels. So a lot of stuff to, t- to cover uh, or to do, rather, the rest of this week. I got confused because I'm about to tell you about some news stories, but that's going to be really brief because tonight we don't spend a lot of time on all that, especially when I got something cool to talk about. But we're going to get to that in just a second. Real quickly, I just want to touch on these few things. That parade killer, the Christmas parade killer, they're branding him on media, drove in a zigzag pattern so that he could hit as many people as possible. He was trying to do as much damage as he possibly could. Now, we talked about it last night briefly, but this is a repeat offender. He says something like 25 charges Luke was talking about. Ridiculous stuff, violent stuff, uh, uh, pedophile stuff with a 16-year-old pimping one out. And, you know, all these charges. He was out on a $1,000 bond for like five charges, Babel's read off to me. He drove in a zigzag pattern through a parade trying to kill as many people as he could. Um, an officer that observed it said an intentional act to strike and hurt as many people as possible. He said he observed the vehicle to be intentionally moving side to side and saw him strike multiple people. And another eyewitness who spoke to police at the scene also said that the SUV was driving in a zigzag pattern. He didn't accidentally do that and he wanted to get as many people as he could. It's dangerous and he should have been off the streets a long time ago. But this is what happens when you have a lackadaisical justice system that only wants to prosecute people standing up for their rights like they just did with Kyle. And just last week, GoFundMe went public to explain why they banned fundraisers for Kyle Rittenhouse from their platform when he was trying to raise money for his legal defense after he defended himself. He couldn't raise money on their platform. wasn't allowed. Facebook, too, and you know Twitter and any other fundraising sites were banning Kyle. But GoFundMe's terms of service said that prohibiting raising money for the legal defense of an alleged violent crime is the reason that they couldn't let Kyle raise money. And in light of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, we want to clarify when and why we removed certain fundraisers in the past. So why is it that as of Tuesday night, a fundraiser is still being allowed for the suspect in the Christmas parade massacre that I just told you drove in a zigzag pattern to kill as many people as possible was a repeat offending felon. And it was not an accident. It was a violent act. He's raising money for his defense. So that's interesting. And I felt like that needed to be talked about. And then Ghislaine Maxwell's sex trafficking trial is going to start next week. So they made Kyle's trial a media extravaganza. 
to try and divide people. You know why they did it. Same reason why they were selling him as a white supremacist and all that other shit that wasn't true. And I hope that kid gets paid. I'm hashtagging pay Kyle everything because I want to get that trending. You're going to pay this kid, man, big time. That one kid that was in that Native American's face with the red hat and they tried to make him a MAGA white supremacist, he got $25 million from the Washington Post. So, yeah, pay Kyle. But Ghislaine's trial starts, and this one's actually important. You know, Paul is right. She probably goes in the front door of that jail and out the back. But if we make the media and force their hand and force them to cover this, maybe we'll get a picture of her in a courtroom because I don't know that we've seen that yet. But it's supposed to start Monday. And um, she is being charged with sexually abusing teenagers, sex trafficking them for Jeffrey Epstein and lying to authorities. And she is supposed to include evidence or the trial rather is supposed to include evidence about her relationship with Epstein and other powerful men, pedophiles that she was sex trafficking girls for. But I also want to let you know real quick that this is an independent show. So if you can support this show and help us to keep going and to grow, please do. And there's many ways to do that. And you'll find them all at the SeanYankeeShow.com under the supports tab. But liking and sharing is very important as well. We have a lot of trouble getting out and being seen. And that is the most important thing to me is that people see this and the message gets out. But hello to everyone at the live all of our live platforms. Hello to you guys. The main one that I want to focus heavily on is Rumble. And I think that's important tonight for one particular reason. I have a clip I intend to show. And a lot of times when I do that, Facebook tends to copyright strike my video, even though it doesn't warrant a strike. Because what that does is shuts the show down. And they know that. So that's what they do. I get nervous every time I play a video. But now we have Rumble. It's uncensored. And you guys can go there. And everything continues as normal. You don't miss a beat. Same show. And you're going to have a fantastic time because we're going to learn it. And I'm going to try my best to make it more fun. So hey to Night Owl who holds Rumble down for us. She's our Rumble ambassador. If you want to learn that platform, learn your way around, she'll help you out. So look for Night Owl when you're over there and ask her anything you want to know. But we're getting ready to start here in just a minute. I'm just making sure we're good everywhere. By the way, the blurriness. I spoke to Windstream today. That's my internet company. I just realized you'd have no way of knowing that. But that's who that is. And they told me that actually there's a problem with my speed. And they're going to come fix it either Friday or Tuesday. So that should help that. I'm sorry about that. And maybe that'll stop some of the freezing. Some of that's not me, though. You know, some of this is electronic throttling in order to make it less attractive to look at or any of that. But hello to everybody. And like I said, this one tonight that I got for Conspiracy Theories and Chill, I'm real excited about because this is totally new to me. What we're going to talk about, I had never heard of. And I ended up finding that there's like nine of these around the world, this place that we're going to discuss. We're going to discuss a location. I don't want to ruin anything. I want everything to be fresh when I get to the segment because I worked my ass on this all day. I actually told Babels at five o'clock because I had done so much research over the course of the day for this. And I was like, should this be a full video? Like, is this a presentation? Am I selling this short, making it a presentation? Because this is amazing, this topic that you found. And I want to sell it right. I want to do a good job of showing people what this is because this is interesting and a new one to me, like I said. So it has to do with a lot of things that we cover a lot. You know, it's a rabbit hole that connects to others. I found that. But I want to talk quickly about this. 
This is something that I just found out about. Now, this is a pamphlet that I found at the dispensary when I was getting my medicine, but it says every veteran has a story. We want to hear from them. And that caught my eye when I was standing there waiting to pay. I picked it up. It's an anonymous, free, confidential line that you can call 24-7 that is for veterans. And um, they have compassionate listeners. It's a nationwide network, it says, of compassionate listeners available 24-7 to talk about whatever is on the person's mind. That is a service available to veterans that I did not know existed. So if you are a veteran and you just need to talk to somebody, there is a compassionate, trained listener ready to talk to you about anything. You like model cars? Let's talk about model cars. You want to talk about shit that happened over there and you can't talk to your buddies about? Call this number and you don't have to have suicidal thoughts. You can just have a trained friend for a half hour phone call. But it's 1-800, or no, 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 I messed that up. I'm sorry, forget that. Call 1-855-502-0420. And you'll connect within seconds, it says, or text VET to 858-367-3001. And someone will get back to you within 24 hours. That's pretty good service, right? I thought that was nice. You know, 22 veterans a day commit suicide. And we just throw them out like trash. So anything I find that helps these people deal with what we've put them through. Because they lie to them to get them in those situations. You know, some people don't feel sorry for them because of what the war machine does. But it's not some 18-year-old kid that wanted to go to school and his family couldn't afford and he sought a way to get to college. I can't hate people that were misled just because of what our military is used for. I think that's an amazing service. So share that out. Uh, Let me give those numbers one more time just because I'll put it later in the comments. The phone number is 855-502-0420 or 20, right? How perfect is that? Or text VET to 858-367-3001. And that's, uh, here are our heroes. It's nice. All right. So hey to everyone that has joined us since I was saying hi to begin with. We have a big segment, a brand new conspiracy that I want to share with you and show you that I didn't even find. Babel's found this. So if you are ready, what I just saw Nicole say is actually something in your settings. I had to do a factory reset of my phone and now it's doing that to me too. Over time, I had fixed it in my settings and I don't even know what I did because I'm not technically savvy, but it is on your end. Um, These are a lot of settings things, a lot of things with different apps and devices that I have no control over. I apologize for that stuff, but volume decreases, that's always probably going to be your device. You know, things like that. Anything I can fix for you guys, though, I work my ass on fixing it. Uh, Like making things nice to look at and, you know, getting cool things to talk about. But again, I can't take credit for this. This Babel's, she gave me this. I did all the research, though. So I'm going to show you everything that I found out about this topic. We're going to start our segment right now. It's Conspiracy Theories and Chill Night. So if you're ready, let's begin.
All right, so the topic for conspiracy theories and chill tonight was actually chosen by Babels. She picked this rabbit hole for me to go down, and I had never heard of this one before ever. This was brand new to me, so I was excited. As soon as I heard it, I was like, Pluto's Gate? I've never heard of Pluto's Gate. What is that? And she told me it is a portal to the underworld in Turkey and a fancy one. I'm going to show you more about it over the course of this presentation, but this is very interesting. I thought, and a topic that is very amazing uh, as far as history goes, and that they did this, and you'll see more about what I mean, but this here, you can see it right there, I have better pictures throughout the presentation, but this is a portal to hell, um, anything that comes near this dies, birds, animals, anything, there is a mist that forms around this cave, to this day, and it's been sealed up, but to this day, there's a mist that forms around it, and it is toxic. Um, and anything that is exposed to it dies. This is the portal that they believe led to the underworld. And they built temples there to worship the god Pluto, which I didn't know was a god that was worshipped. I know nothing about mythology. But it was actually used to worship an, another deity before that, uh, Sibele and Apollo. But see, this is an aerial photo here, and I also have a better picture of this. There's a stadium over here, and here, over here, there's another whole area that I'm going to show you later. I got a clip on that. This circled area over to the side on the left, that is another area, but it connects to this underground, and this is the stadium and the stage. But The cave is right behind the stage area. I will show you more in a minute, but what this is is a cave that they found. And they used it to build a temple to these gods. But it's so much theater, it's going to blow your mind. This is a conspiracy to fleece the elite, actually. And I kind of feel like it still does to this day. But check this out. So as I've always said, you know, and we always talk about, only the tippity-top know what's really going on. This place is like an amusement park, it seems. Built in like BC times. So, but it ended up being set up to worship Pluto. And Pluto is in charge of the underworld and currency. So riches and the underworld. Now the Romans didn't think that everything having to do with the underworld was negative. They believed that minerals and ores and all that came from the underworld. So their Satan or whatever you call your devil, your ruler of hell, there's this Pluto or Hades in Greek. Just different names for the same things. But he's in charge of hell. And they worshipped his positive aspects. His, the wealth he could bring you. He was also in charge of making your crops bountiful. Which also brings you wealth. Anything that could make you successful. You would worship Pluto for. He is one of the big three gods though. If you trace the stories back. Because as I say they have different titles in different societies. Jupiter and Neptune though happen to be Pluto's brothers as far as astrology goes, and Saturn is the father, and also Pluto's main enemy, and he ends up killing him in the legends by cho chopping him up with Saturn's own scythe. But they worshipped Pluto at this place, and it's huge, and it's also beautiful. I'm going to show you that later in the video, but this is Pluto's gate, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight in Conspiracy Theories and Chill. I have a lot of things I want to show you about it and talk about with you. But as you can see right here from the title card, 
This is the actual portal itself. This is a, all of this is built around a real existing cave. There's a cave behind that. It's been sealed up. The Christians sealed it up in the 6th century AD. Yes, 6th century AD. The Christians sealed it after some earthquakes had done some damage. They also damaged a lot of the structures. There's a Cerebus statue. Uh, Pluto has a Cerebus, a pet three-headed dog. He has one of those, and there's a statue of it there at the complex, as well as a huge statue of a snake that overlooks the entire thing. But it's like city-sized and has underground tunnels that I'm going to show you later that are intricate. But this place was for ceremonies. They used this poisonous mist to fool the population. Now, there's a mist that forms, like I said, but it stays low to the ground. The height, uh, these gases, and uh, I hope I have it written down somewhere exactly what this is. It's heavily carbon monoxide, but anyway, they're heavy and uh, they stay low. The, the deadly part anyway. Um, but the vapors from this gate to hell were once used in ancient rituals to the gods of the underworld, Pluto, and still claim the lives of birds and, like I said, any animals that get nearby. And most of it's sealed off now. Back then it was opened up. The cave was open. The mouth of the cave was not sealed like in that picture. It was open. And they even went in it. The priests, they understood what was going on here. It's actually an active underground volcano is what it is. So seeping out of the cave system is huge amounts of carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide, whichever one's poisonous. There was a part in one of the videos I watched researching this where percentages were as high as 98%. So just instant death to anything that gets in this, it would kill. And they knew that and understood it. So they even knew where safe places were in caves and they knew where pockets of air were. They knew how to manipulate the people and make them think this place was magical. Anything that gets near it dies. They knew how close you could get and they designed the whole place around that. So as in the stadium, the most dangerous area is far from the crowd. It's right there by the stage. And they would just bring huge animals like big oxes and you know bulls and, and bring them down there. And they would die instantly. But then the priest could walk through it because he knew how. And it would look like he was magic, right? And he would also get high from the fumes because he'd be close. Uh, he knew how to do it without dying, but he'd still get very high from the fumes. And I'm sure that added to the show. But tourists that would come, this was a tourist destination, like I'm saying, way back then. Um, they worshipped there. They came from all around to worship there. And uh, I actually found out they also paid to be buried there. There's, They just found this place in like 1965, but they've already unearthed 12,000 bodies and multiple tombs, hundreds of tombs. People would pay large amounts of money to be buried here because, I don't know, they, they worship this God, the elites, and, and they'd be buried with their jewelry. They found all this jewelry and and all of this, and, 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 and it's clearly a burial site because when I first heard 12,000 bodies, I'm like, mass grave site. They're killing people here. No, the elites want to be buried here. It's like, they're, what's that place you go in the military and you get honored? You get Arlington. It's their Arlington. I'm going to be buried next to Pluto at the portal to hell. That's how fucked up these people are, even then. And they still vacation there, and I'm going to show you that later. But back then, tourists would, like, buy a bull. And they the priest would sacrifice it for them, for whatever they wanted. So, like, I want you to bless my business. I'm going to give you these many gold coins, and you're going to sacrifice a bull for me tonight at the show. And they'd sit in the stadium, and they'd watch this shit. And the priest would crawl under the fumes and find air pockets so they could breathe. 
and the bull would fall dead and they'd stand up like, oh, it's magic. And you need to hold their breath then and they'd manipulate it and they'd find a pocket of air and breathe again. They put on a whole show like that and everybody believed it. But these elites thought this would make me more rich, worshiping Pluto and going to these ceremonies. And it was a huge ordeal. But even birds flying by would die from the small amounts in the air. I guess something as small as a bird affects them. But if they got close, like in one experiment, when they first found the site, they threw sparrows down there and they instantly died. But it's very interesting. You know, this mist forms to this day, like I said, even being sealed off. And they understood what it was. And they built this whole area. You saw how big it is with underground tunnels even to manipulate and get all kinds of money. Because imagine you're all these rich people paying for bulls to bless this and that. It's huge business, right? And then your citizens would want something too. Regular people would come and give their little shekels and be like, I just want to feed my family and, and worship. You know, I get a little riches to do that. And I'll worship. They made a ton of money doing this. Big scam. Huge fucking scam. Playing everyone. But... You know, the priests would hallucinate during the ceremonies and the space was said to be by a Greek geographer, Strabo, who lived 64 to 63 BC to about 24 AD, that the space was so full of vapor and so misty and dense that one could scarcely see the ground. So low to the ground is very dense and any animal that passed inside of it in this mist instantly died. So this is very fascinating to me so far even. Babel's found this, and I was instantly fascinated with it. But I find more digging into it. This is footage of the area that I'm just going to kind of talk over. This is aerial shots and different shots of different tombs. There's multiple caves. It's a cave system. That one that's arched is the main cave. That was the portal to hell. That's where they would do ceremonies where they'd even walk into it with a bull. And then the priest would walk out alone, and they'd drag out the dead bull and be like, Look, I'm magical. And I have a deep connection with Pluto and I can help you. And they con the whole society like that with this show. And see all these little places. That's a tomb. The rich people would pay to be buried there. You know, the richer you are, I guess the nicer your tomb is. These are also paid ones. There's also people buried under the ground, though, that they're still finding. With jewelry on, like laced out like they're going to a P. Diddy concert to be buried here because it's an honor. You know, this is how they got their piles of riches worshiping pluto but there's temples everywhere as you can see on the complex but and gets to more shots of the main show place they're renovating it to this day it's a tourist attraction you can go see it you can't go anywhere dangerous they won't let you anywhere near any mist but like this was the main cave the christians filled it in it, it was damaged in an earthquake and then they sealed it off but there's a little vent there and why would you leave that but anyway some mist can escape so people get to see it for photos and stuff and actually, on the other side of that stage, there's a pool, a reflecting pool, and a little gazebo. And that was a um, symbol of uh, Pluto's wife. I forget who that is, but in Greek mythology, she's Persephone. And anyway, she lives in that little gazebo, and the, the sacrifices all happen in front of her. That's the stage. And then the crowd is elevated up out of the danger zone, and that stadium is fucking huge. Like, this is the backstage area. This might have been before some renovations. This, this is the other part or an angle of the place. But I'll show you what I'm talking about when I get a better picture to illustrate it. This is just uh, raw footage of the area from some archaeological digs that they've done. The first thing they found at this complex were the statues. There are two statues that watch over this whole area. 
One is a big snake, a giant snake, and that has symbolism to it. And it's also representative of a demon, a guardian type demon for evil shit. And then the Cerebus, which is Pluto's guard dog, guards the complex. The Cerebus was destroyed by the Christians that wanted to make sure this site couldn't be used anymore for what it was being used for when they finally got access to do something about it. But there you go. There's another image. It's little. I know I got a bigger one later in the video. But there's the reflecting pool. Now, that's a recreated image. Um, real stuff in the background, but they glossed it up what it would have looked like then for the pool and the gazebo. But it's right in front of see that hole that is actually coming in, let in the, the caves backstage that's coming in from there. They would walk the bulls in that hole and then they drag them back out dead. But the priest had like an air pocket around right the other side because it's just a stage and the caves actually on back. But this is where the show would happen. Right here, and the priest would get so high off those fumes, just the fumes coming out of that hole. And they put on a fantastic show, I'm sure, with special effects. Working in the 1960s, was one of those wealthy individuals for whom archaeology was pursued as an interest. Because of that, we should not take his ideas as solid, but nonetheless, I think they're sufficiently interesting to warrant talking about in this video. So what he's explaining to you basically is this guy's an amateur archaeologist, the guy on the screen, and he investigated this area on his own, used his own money to do it. So his findings are disputed, but I thought they were interesting. He found this underground tunnel system, and he has his own ideas what they used it for, but it matched a lot of the research I found, especially with the ceremonies and the little religious cult they had going on and the fleecing of the elites. But listen, listen to this and look at this tunnel system. After squeezing through the narrow chamber entrance, he and his associates discovered they were in a man-made cave of some length, but which was only 6 feet by 21 inches, or 1.8 meters by 53 centimeters for those of you who know the metric system better. The passage extended for hundreds of feet and branched off in different directions, but these could not be explored because they were clogged up with dirt and rubble which means that either there were cave-ins, or at some point, people deliberately spent thousands of man-hours hauling small baskets of earth and stone to fill in what were once open tunnels. The tunnel system also has other oddities. About 400 feet from the chamber opening, the paths split for about 300 feet, and then joined together again. A few hundred feet further along, there is a stream roughly six feet across, which runs across the entire tunnel and is hot to the touch. Just after this, there was a room which has been partially filled in. Again, this appears to have been deliberate, and it has not yet been excavated. So what we have here is what appears to be a man-made tunnel system, or at least parts of it are man-made, and a subterranean creek. Look at this. It's a, a man-made creek even later. He explains that later on. They make a fake river sticks down here. This is the tunnel they would lead their schmucks through, right? He explains it a little later in the video. You go through this little man-made tunnel and, you know, there's even a staging area for the actors. You'll see that here in a minute. But they take you across the river Styx. It's very elaborate. Watch. So what are we to make of this? Well, for Paget, the answer connected right back to the Sibyl and the entrance to the Roman hell. According to his reading of the evidence, the tunnels had been excavated and constructed to represent a journey to the Greco-Roman conception of the underworld. Seeing as how the Sibyl was a prophetess, and that there were cults of the dead in Roman society, what Paget proposed was that priests of a cult centered around the Sibyl of Cumae would lead patrons through the tunnel system, which, 
since it sat next to a volcano and had some fumes leaking through, may have gotten them high to the creek, which Paget interpreted as the River Styx. Here, there would be a boat to ferry the patrons across, symbolizing the crossing of the Styx and thus entering Hades. Now they're good and high. They're taking them across the River Styx. This is elaborate shit. On the other bank would be an oracle, a dark sister to the more famous oracle of Apollo at Delphi, who would do... Well, Paget wasn't sure. But what he was certain of was that this was only the first step. The next step was traveling into that blocked-up room to be further initiated into the cult of the Sibyl. To back up this reading of the evidence, Paget turned not only to classical Roman literature, which told of the hero Aeneas descending into Hades, crossing the Styx, and returning via a different route, but also to the discovery of a secondary tunnel in the complex, which, to Paget, reflected the alternative route used by Aeneas, but also the presence of niches in the cave walls for lamps, more than 500 in total. 500 fucking lamps. Look at that. There's places to branch off, different little offices. Look how fucking elaborate. And it matches legends, so it fools everybody. They're good and high by now. More than what would be required to adequately light the complex. This idea actually goes against the more mainstream interpretation, which is that the tunnels were just to facilitate air movement. Air the movement. creek was also explored My via scuba, ass. and it led to the discovery of a tunnel, which led then to an underwater cave containing two springs superheated by the flagrian fields, thus explaining the temperature of the creek. But what's mysterious about all of this is that the tunnel that feeds the creek comes through two entrances which appear to have been carved by hand, which means it was either done prior to the place being flooded, or it was carved while underwater. Additionally, there was evidence of another tunnel leading from that underwater cave somewhere deeper into the overall complex. But as you can see, they're renovating it here. But like I was saying, look, see here, this will be the high dollar seating. But you're still out of the danger zone. The gazebo would have been here. Um, I guess they've got that completely removed now. It was rubble in other pictures, but they're renovating, as you can see with the tower here. Gazebo's here, pool's here. And then the people would sit up here. Right up here, you're not even getting toxic fumes. You're just getting a great show. Right here, you're getting high. And down here, it's a little bit dangerous, but the priest knows how to act. Up here would be your elites watching the audience enjoy the show. And you got all this behind the burial areas for the rich, and it goes back. All the way back there is that entrance to the tunnel system that brings you into the show. I don't know where the exit line for your seating is, but today it's very elaborate tourist destination. But even then, you can't tell it from this angle. This is a beautiful place in Turkey. Beautiful. Wait till you see the vacation video I included in this to show you a vacation video of this exact same place because you can go there now as a tourist destination. People love it, and I'm sure that they still worship these deities there because it looks like it's very expensive to go to. Um, that's it right there. There's your stage. There's the priest store. Zebo, like I said, was here in the pool. He would do his little show right there, and they would bring animals in, and right probably there or there, and execute them by taking them in there and dragging them back out with a rope crowd would ooh and ah priests would act all weird and they'd believe anything they were told i suppose but they're worshiping the lord of the underworld even though they gave him positive qualities he's going to help my crops he's going to make me rich i'm going to be able to better support my family by worshiping this pagan deity but then throughout time in history they just changed names 
because this was also Hades. You know, that's who Pluto represents. And then other cultures, it's somebody else. But they're who, that's who they're talking about, these same entities that I always talk of as the fallen and these beings that do influence at the very, very, very top. You know, you can trace everything back financially to about 13 families, but there is shit above them. This is what I was talking about. Today, this area is a vacation destination. Now, that is not snow. Those are sand um, dunes and shit, but they're beautiful. Like they have hot water running over them. It's volcano underground, an active volcano like Yosemite Park, but it heats the water. And that's sand, actually. So they're just up above everything. Look, this is where the rich people would hang out and have their parties. And look, water running down the sand. It's actually warm water. You can like bathe in that shit. It's nice, super nice resort. And rich people go there now. They probably still want to be buried there. That dog's having a fantastic time on the salt. But it's warm water running on the salt. And you just walk around in bathing suits. And it looks like snow. It's fantastic in Instagram pics, I bet. But the rich go there now. And it's a tourist destination. You buy tickets to go up to the place where they used to do pagan ceremonies and sacrifices. And hang out in these beautiful places as you look at the expensive burial grounds of the rich from years ago. This is what they do. They have fun, you know, going and celebrating the things that they used to do. Beautifully landscaped and old architecture of worship of demons that still goes on to this day. This is a very famous place for it, though, apparently in a portal to hell, which there is supposedly seven of them around the world. There is one place where there is a huge pit. I forget how big, but it's just eternally burning. Also explained with underground volcanoes. But yeah, this gas still comes out to this day. Kills insects, birds, anything. Anything just drops dead if it gets too close. And still, people will. Like I said, it's a tourist destination, but they warn you. If you venture in there, and I did find videos of like amateur explorers, but I'm sure any video where somebody dies, gets too close and dies, is scrubbed. Because a lot of these videos are fucking scrubbed about this place. This place hard to find. On YouTube especially. Every time I search this shit looking for other different videos to pull clips from... I'd get all kinds of stuff that had nothing to do with what I was searching. Matter of fact, there were channels named Pluto's Gate that were very deceptive, like sales channels that had nothing to do with Pluto's Gate. Why is your channel named that? Just to mislead and misdirect you. But very expensive best vacation destination today, a place where the elites would commit horrific rituals and, and animal sacrifices to the god of the underworld in order to bless them. So I guess it would still be considered a holy site to these evil fucks, but very expensive place to go, I'm sure. Very beautiful. I've never walked on salt flats before. Warm spring water up there. Look at the view. It's beautiful. This is a travel blogger. I don't even know his name. He's having a fantastic time documenting his life in all these fancy places. Watch him in just a second. He does this amazing thing that I kept in, even though... I didn't want to use any of him. I wanted to show this one thing he does here in a minute because he may just be a YouTuber that's been successful at YouTubing, but look at that move right there. How many elites do you think did that up there at the hot springs while people were suffering because of the things they were praying that they would get to continue doing? These people are fucking evil, and this is one of the places that they believed they led to the underworld and they exploited the population with that knowledge. Well, they knew what was really going on, but they do believe in this demonic shit. 
And this was one of the places that they would celebrate that. And I had never heard of it. So kudos to Babels for a fantastic topic. But that's it. That's what we were going to discuss tonight that I planned for you anyway. I'm going to get back over there. I got some more notes and details if you have any questions about Pluto's Gate. But it's in Turkey. And now it's a tourist destination. They're going to refurbish it. This is from a digital recreation, this image right here. But that's what it'll look like when they're done. They're going to make it look new and sell tickets. So, all right. Come back over here with you guys and see what you're talking about. I hope everything worked during that. That was a ambitious presentation. I always kind of go too far with these. I love doing this for you guys and finding neat things to talk about with you. That's why it's my favorite night. It's very fun. I'm glad we had a fun night tonight to get into. But what did you think about that? I haven't looked into CERN yet. You know what? We need to make a new poll. So let me get a blank piece of paper. And with the rest of today's show, we're going to put together a new poll. Maybe we cover CERN next week. So we got CERN. I'm putting stone walls on here for Joan because that's my partner. My manager, Joan. So stone walls. Got to go on there. All right, so we have CERN and Stone Walls. We're building a new poll in the last, you know, whatever minutes of the show. I want to hear what you thought of that, though. Who knew about that? Who knew about Pluto's Gate? That was new information to me. I'm curious to see how many of you already knew that existed. That is awesome to me. I think I think it's neat. I like finding new stuff. Can you imagine, though, the things that went on there? And then how elaborate is that with the underground tunnels and the river sticks? The whole theatrics of it. And then the crowd would get high on the way to the show. And they knew exactly how far to keep you away from that mist so you wouldn't die. And it's elaborate. It was new to me too. Brand new. So Babels gets a round of applause for a fantastic rabbit hole that distracted me effectively. And I hope entertained you guys. I hope I did a decent job presenting that. That was very interesting. And as I said, at around five, I realized... Babels, this could be a whole video. Like, should I just back off and do this right as a video? This is interesting. I never heard of this. CERN is not just creepy, Lori. CERN is opening a portal to hell as well. That's what they think they're doing there. They think they're going to undo reality and shit. They, they're messing with stuff they shouldn't mess with. Stephen Hawking was terrified of CERN, so it's a fantastic topic. I hope it wins. But so far, we got CERN and stone walls. What y'all want to cover next? Gerard says, check out our comments. I'm gonna, man. The rewatch is my favorite thing to do every night after the show. And now it's ending up being my main reward from this. I get to watch this back. So me and Joan hang out and we watch it back together. And anyone else that would like to participate in that, please let me know. I'll make like a group chat and we'll just rewatch together. But we like to watch it back. I like it because I missed the whole thing. I was busy during it. Uh, and Joan likes it because... She loves this show, and we just watch it together and try to learn how to make it better for you. And I see all your comments then. I do love that. But I do stay so busy during that a lot of times I miss you. So I, I like that you remind me of that. It's a chat show. I am looking at you, though. A lot of times I'll see you, and I don't have time to say it. Very, very sinister run. You know, it's kind of good to know they play themselves, too. You got to wonder how much of that's going on today. How much... uh shenanigans is going on because they were kind of rich people too man give me five gold shillings i'll give you this bull and we'll sacrifice it down there because i'm magic and i can make shit work out for you man your your shit's going to improve whatever made you money back then or whatever was valuable you're going to get more of that because you gave me this 
and I did this. I put you in my show. You know, so I thought that was interesting. So ancient aliens. Ron wants ancient aliens. I'm going to add that. Ancient aliens. All right, that'd be a good one. So now we got three things. We'll add to that throughout the show. And then the poll is always open. You can always add topics to it. And, and uh, a lot of times those win. Paul likes to add really hard things. We did Bermuda, but it got banned so I could redo it. The, the video got taken down, and I think it was on the channel that got wiped. So That salt's pretty, though, right? It's a very pretty vacation destination. But could you vacation there knowing that that was to worship the god of the underworld? The Greeks called Hades, they called Pluto, and we call Lucifer or Satan. Or who's the god of the underworld? Guys, I don't know. You know, I don't know. A lot of times I'm talking out of my ass when it comes to religion. But so much of religion has been used to con humanity. Like we just saw in that. And that's why, you know, I don't know where I'm being tricked and where I'm not. I know what I believe is true, and I like to go with that more. I want to learn it more, though, so I can actually know what I'm talking about. Hey, Babels. Hey, love. How you doing? I'm there doing dishes or putting down the dishes. What? We was doing a show in here. We was talking about Pluto's gate. Mm, good subject. I know it is, because you gave it to me. Right. I, I appreciate that rabbit hole to distract me today, too. I needed that. But let's see. What's on my notes that we didn't talk about? I think I got everything in there. How awesome Babels is? Oh, I, I, yeah, that is on here. Babels is very awesome. And y'all can come back Friday and hang out with Babels. You can get all the Babels you want on Friday night. It's, uh, it's episode two of Prepping with Babels. There's even merch. You can get a Babels tote bag. Babels is famous. Devil's Triangle. That's kind of like Bermuda Triangle, right, Ron? I feel like I ran into that when I was researching Bermuda. But I'll, I'll write that down. Devil's Triangle. So now we got four things. We're going to have a poll up tonight. New poll for a new video. Yeah, good job, Babels. Ron says good job. Good topic. I did my best with it. I think I did all right. I think it's one of those you do a big old video on, really. Oh, we could have done a full-size so, video for sure. There's so much I almost, I was just convincing myself that I didn't sell it short. I could do it later. You can always yeah. redo it. It was brand new to a lot of people. Lee never heard of it. Nor never heard of it. Oh my goodness. Watch out. Mm -hmm. Trudy wants to know where the other portals are. Do you remember? We were watching all that stuff today. Remember the video I watched with the seven portals? Where were the other ones? There was one in uh, um, Tibet, I believe, and then... It's, it's look up the seven portals to hell. Just Google that, and then you should find it. There, there was a video I watched today. There's supposedly at least seven of them, where these people gather and worship. Paul, you're gonna want to watch this one, man. This was a brand new one for me. I did a presentation on um, Pluto's gate. Babel's found it. I had never heard of it. It was very interesting. I think you would really dig it. It's a lot of your neck of the woods type of stuff. The ancient aliens, you know feel to it like a history channel show with the underground city that was discovered you will love this shit you gotta check it out uh kaylin says there's one in sedona arizona know about that one i didn't know there was one in the united states yes these were just seven of in this video so i don't know how many there are actually believed to be there's 13 places 13 you found okay where, where are they at 
Mm. She's got a very slow laptop. It's my old laptop. Remember the computer I used to do this show on before y'all got this one? That computer. I didn't even know I still had it. It was in a bag and she, she found it. The and... Plutonian at Heropolis. The Plutonian. And... That's what I just covered. That's yeah. that's uh, Pluto's Fundu, Gate. Fundu, China. Fundu, China. Masayan Volcano. Masayan Volcano. Mm, see. Hold on. There are a lot of them. I remember finding a lot of them, but... This one has a whole thing built around it. Theatrics, a whole cult system, and you saw how elaborate that show was. It's wild. Looks like some people are finding other ones. Some people believe Stonehenge is a portal. Uh, Trudy says the Cape Matopin Caves. Why do one on the Seven Gates? Do one on the Seven Gates, maybe? Yeah. Let me put that on the, the... That wasn't an official video. We could still cover that. Seven Gates of Hell. So now I have five topics on the the old poll. So we'll put that up and see what wins. Gates of Guinea, Trudy says. How is Australia doing? Trudy, you're from Australia. How are y'all doing there? Because the news is scary. Is it accurate? I don't like what I'm hearing still out of Australia. And uh, there's no reason for that. But there's a lot of madness here too. Um, good news as well. Like the mandate thing is backing down. Not that they won't try it again. But that's good news. I just, you know, I want to hear that things are getting better there for you. Paul says Lake Superior in Michigan is known as the Bermuda Triangle on the main 48. Yeah, there's a few of those Bermuda Triangles. Uh, Devil's Triangle, like Ron was talking about, another one too, um, that they think things vanish in those areas. It does. It does. So I want to hear, um, Craig used to come, but I haven't seen him in a while. And a few other people that would tell me more about what's actually happening there, what's like there. It wasn't good then, though. So, What? Man, I, I don't have any concert shirts. You know, I've almost bought a few when I've seen them, but they're usually pretty high. Like, whenever I see a good vintage shirt, if it's a concert shirt, even at Goodwill, they got it marked up. But awesome. What'd you get? Six new concert shirts. Did you go to the concerts too? Because I just saw pictures from your Black Label Society show. That looked fun as hell. Did you actually get to go or did you just order concert shirts? Because maybe you know of a good site where I could up my t-shirt collection. Yeah, Australia needs our help, man. We should be speaking up for places like that with our fancy little rights and helping these people out on a global scale as well because they think on a global scale. We need to think like them sometimes. Lolly got a Rob Zombie t-shirt from a show that would be a good one you know he's remaking the monsters into a movie that should be good uh apparently he's a huge tv fan i didn't like his horror movies but i don't like gore i've heard they're really good they always like some you like rob zombie movies don't you yes well how good you think he'll do with the monsters fabulous yeah it's, it's comedy though has he ever done comedy does it say it has to be comedy doesn't say anything about what it has to be, but the monsters was a comedy. You never know what he turns it into. Yeah, I don't know what he'll do. We'll have to see. It'll be interesting. Totally awesome. I'm kind of excited to see how much they're going to clear up this show because I noticed it's blurry again, and I was just at Rumble. Because see, in the studio here, I'm crystal clear. Like I want y'all to see me that pretty. I don't know if you'll be able to handle it, but it's beautiful. But I thought I had already done this. It's a service that I already have the modem for. I think we already had it at one point and he accidentally turned it off because the lady's like, you don't even have the highest speed. I'm like, well, I paid for the highest one. She's like, well, it's not on there, sir. 
Uh, we can put it on. And they're going to come put it back on because I know I had it Friday or Tuesday. So that should include all of that. Yeah. She thought that was weird. She's like, well, I don't know why you have the high speed modem, sir, but you don't have the service. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to. Somebody forgot to connect a wire. But yeah, I'm hardwired into the internet. I'm not even getting the good service. Well, that's going to be taken care of. So that should clear that up for you guys. But I hope you had a good time. I did. <laughs> that's what's important. I had a good time. I needed to. So thank you to Babos for a great topic. I needed to be distracted. Yeah. You know, I still don't feel 100% about all that, but I feel better. Yeah. yeah. She did me a favor, really. Because you know how I second guess everything? Now I can't. That option's off the table. Made it easier on me. I run myself in circles. I'm a worry specialist. So that was uh, helpful, actually. I got to look at it that way. New beginnings. So that's exciting. But yeah, everybody, have a great Thanksgiving. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. So Be have safe. a great day. Safe? What's going to happen? Eat too Be much? Safe. You don't never know. What do you mean? It's the holiday season. What will happen? They might be going out Black Friday shopping. Oh, don't do that. Why would you do that? No. Man, Christmas is canceled. Kamala said that in October. No, there's a lot of good deals going on. Mm -mm. Yes, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, have fun. Be careful, too. Like Babel said, don't eat too much cranberry sauce. The good kind that comes out of a can. And I'm not saying nothing about Thanksgiving. I just like it because it's a food holiday. I just want to eat. That's all. I'm just excited about dinner. Y'all have a great night. Enjoy the rest of it and have a good Thanksgiving. But we'll be right back here tomorrow night for rant night. And uh, I got something I want to update you about. So I'll tell you about that tomorrow too. And then Friday night, the second episode of Prepping with Babels. Have a good night. Enjoy the rest of it.